2: Welcome back to Race Matters for your Monday, Arvo. I'm Sada Khan and as always, before we begin, I would like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the people of the lands that we are gathered on today and they are the lands of the Gadigal peoples. The Gadigal peoples have been part of this land for 80,000 years. They're still here today and will be here after us as well. This land was never ceded and it's always important to remember that no matter where you travel across this country, no matter how much bush you see, no matter how many tall buildings you see, it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. So I'd like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the Gadigal elders, both past, present and any future listeners here with us on the show today. Welcome to Race Matters, a show hosted by People of Colour, speaking with People of Colour about the ways we understand and value our racial identities. Just breaking down barriers every week here, as per usual. I'm Sada Khan and coming up on the show, we have Anissa Violet. She is part, she is one part of the cast on the deadly upcoming ABC show, Halal Girls. Halal Girls offers a candid look at three 20-something Muslim women and living their best lives, living it up in Western Sydney as they navigate the culture clash between their faith and desire. It's the world's first hijabi comedy series and it's premiering on Friday on ABC iView. So we're super excited to be hearing all about it from Anissa who plays the lead, Mona. So we're going to get straight into it now with the track. This is Kai with Natural Woman and you're listening to Race Matters. Body bubble
1: D, uh, Buddy Bubble D. Hey, yeah. Blind, I was blind with all our songs, the complex hate piano and guitar, poor sing about kissing at midnight. On the rooftop. I'm saying you'll escort me into your bedroom, right? We'll be watching movies all night. Know how to grind and sit by them. Both that shit they They like, now no makeup on, still stuff on my hair. You look into my eyes. Yeah, I prefer this you instead you make me feel like a natural woman money. you make me feel like I yes I'm a woman. like I have been on the two-shake and we some so up money. you make me feel like a natural woman body bubble tea. Uh, body bubble tea. yeah 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 Pretty much my controller Let me see you robot. haven't seen you in a mini And uh, I don't like the stuff Didn't know that I was keen on jazz rap a rap On street tap a tap Quit when I was 11 To work on my tennis Now all I do Is run from love And uh, I'm some Galileo Cause all I do Is reach for the stars And Mars uh, And Venus uh, Cerebral arena We'll be watching movies all night You know how to grind to shit By the boat that shit tightens I don't make a bone, still scuff on my head. You look into my eyes. Do I prefer to still instead? You make me feel like a natural woman. You make me feel like I have some emotion. Slow but crazy, smoking on that bubble hazy Pick me up at a friend's house, 40 minute drive Stop at McDonald's, got a happy meal Extra pickle to speak up on me, toy inside yeah. It's my first time, I never kissed a guy Like I have held his hand and maybe kissed the cheek a couple of song, But none of that lip don't shit Never done none of that lip shit You reach it through my mind, talk about the universe And how it is fair, that I want some blue hair Your mom and daddy don't care all yeah, the girl's attention And you blush when I say, <clears throat> yeah the white girls want your baby And the white girls want your baby Not to be a slave It was the last time you hooked a boy with a fresh face Have you seen his face lately? You told me how his woman took your place But you forgot all about that And asked me how was my day? Yeah, like that yeah. And this is exactly how you made me feel You made me feel Like a natural woman For funny You made me feel that's not me.
2: That was Kay with Natural Woman. Welcome back to Race Matters. I'm Sarah Khan and joining us on the show today is Anissa Violet. She's one part of the Deadly cast on ABC iView's new web series, Halal Girls, which airs October 4th, which is this coming Friday. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Sarah. So how does it feel to be a part of the world's first hijabi comedy?
0: It feels so exciting. I'm buzzing all the time and my sleeping patterns have changed because I now have excitement in my body even when I'm asleep. So oh it's wonderful. Wow.
2: Yes. That's a, give me some of that. I
0: know, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what excited you
0: most about the narrative of Halal Girls? Hmm. I loved its lightness. That's actually what drew me to the narrative the most. I was excited to see a story that celebrated modern Muslim women and one that brought out their fun, their um, sense of empowerment, their empowerment as well, their freedom, their laughter, their they're comedy. That's what I wanted to see. So yeah.
2: Yeah, because Halal Girls, it touches on so many layers, like, you know, Muslim families, the dynamics of those families, gender roles, um, cultural obligations, keeping culture continuous as well, whilst living in a nation that fosters European systems, but also that beautiful humour of hijabi women. And why was humour so
0: important for this type of narrative? Uh, In my opinion, we rarely get to see or experience the funny side of these women. Mm. And I grew up in Bankstown and I went to Biron Girls High School. And many of my friends were these women and they're hilarious. And I wanted wanted to support a story that shared their beauty and their comedy Um, and also... I have to say this, but it's very rare for us to actually see a narrative like this at the moment. Um, Often women from this background are scrutinised rather than celebrated in a way.
2: 100% that's um, the biggest thing as well is that everyone else wants to kind of make their own assumptions about Muslim women and about women, um, you know, being controlled by a religion and not having freedom of choice and that's not the case at all because like I'm from Pakistan too and like when I'm with all of my family and my cousins and then with women there I just see like I see myself in them you know Yes. strong free funny women like hilarious like my aunties like I'm sure you have the same as well like just the most like have me in stitches kind of women Yes. and it's not something that anyone ever gets to see or experience or engage in and Um, Not only are you one of the main characters on the show, but you also wrote on the show as well.
0: So talk us through your experience of making the show. Oh, it was so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. Um, So as a writer, I was um, able to join uh, about four other beautiful women from different backgrounds, um, most of whom were Muslim from a Muslim background, and also Von Patiak. Mm -hmm. And we were able to sit in a writer's room and start dreaming up these women and these characters. And what we did was, especially for the hijabi women, we tried to actually draw on real hijabi women that we knew to ensure that we were really authentically representing them. And we were also able to dream up the... The sort of issues and the darker areas that we wanted to deal with in the script as well because we really wanted to um, shed light on the real lives of these women and to not shy away from that. But to also again draw on the lightness that exists in their lives. And then from there we each chose an episode and then we went away and we... (laughs) We worked on these drafts and we sent it off and it was just this beautiful collaborative inclusive process. It was one of the best processes I've ever had in my life as a creative. I loved it. I looked forward to every single day working on the project. So it was a yeah. Gift. yeah,
2: yeah, I can un- totally understand that because it's just um, it's all women as well, and you yes. know that you're making something for your women.
0: Yes, exactly. And, and
2: you've said as well that because of Halal Girls, more um Australians from diverse backgrounds can now watch this series and begin to believe that one day their stories and community can light our screens. Um, do you remember one of the first shows or performances you saw that made you feel like your story needed to be
0: shared? Yes, I do. It's actually, I don't, well, it's, hmm. N- do you know Nadine Labaki? No. Okay. So share, she, share with us who she is. Okay. So she's a, she's a Lebanese artist and she predominantly works with people who are non-actors. So she goes out into um, her community and she finds people that suit the characters that she wants to portray and then she creates a film with them and she trains them up. And I only, I only found that fact out after I had watched her films because when I watched her films, I just thought, oh, there's something so real, there's so, something so alive about this storytelling. And she was actually the first artist that made me realise that I needed to step up and share my stories, but I also needed to create space for other people that I knew who didn't have the access that I had to um, training. I needed to provide them with an opportunity to tell stories as well and to feel like they they can actually tell their own stories. they can be involved in Australian storytelling. And the other beautiful creatives involved in this project, especially the creators, Petra and Vaughn, um they they provided us with that platform. Yep. um but yes. so Nadine is by far one of my Yeah, yeah, and and
2: such a true testament there as to why these types of stories are so important to be seen on screen because um, without them, then young people, young people like yourself, young people of colour living in um, Australia can't really understand not understand sorry can't be able to see a pathway through that and what you do with something like halal girls is you're creating that pathway so are you hoping for more kind of some you know more stories to be
0: um inspired from the premiere of halal girls hell yes (laughs) and a short answer i would love so many different young budding artists from different communities to start feeling like hey let's put pen to paper and let's let's give this a go, let's start talking about our own stories from our own communities. I mean, that's... The best mm. effect that this show could possibly have. And that have. we can do it. You can do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's all possible. Yeah. Because
2: there's nothing like Halal Girls on television. That's for sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> Like, it just it looks so hilarious. There's so many, like, there's so many parts of it with the women in there that I was just like watching, like, you know, from the trailer and everything, where I'm thinking, like, oh my God, I know that woman. Yes. <laughs> right. I see that woman. I grew up with that woman, you know? <laughs> and it's just, and to see, and they're just so staunch as well. Yes. That's what I love is the staunchness mm-hmm. in it. Welcome back to Race Matters. I'm Sada Khan, having big yarns here with the sister girl, Anissa Violet. Hey. So yeah. how does your lived experiences inform your performance as an actor?
0: Uh, in Halal Girls or just in, in general?
2: Well, you? yeah, in general, but mainly, yeah, Halal Girls is particularly. Um,
0: hmm. Well, when I as growing up as a Muslim woman, I definitely developed a, a certain... Nuance to my personality. Um, I I had a very rich um, sense of humor growing up, and that definitely helps my work. I also have a fierceness, which I've noticed really comes through my work, especially um, the work I've done overseas. And in Halal Girls, I was able able to bring that out. Um, and My culture's just made me a very rich person. It was something that I really struggled with growing up when I went to a training institution. I went to Theatre Nepean. It was something that I thought I had to eradicate Mm -hmm. because you do that by default. Um, And it's funny, my first audition for, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but for Belle Shakespeare, <laughs> <laughs> my first audition, I actually went in and I performed a Shakespearean piece with a Western Sydney accent because I was making a point. Yeah, And they loved it. So I've noticed that whenever I embrace my background and I recreate storytelling, I'm in the right. Whenever I'm trying to conform myself to what I think an actor is supposed to be, or a powerful woman, I end up reducing myself. Um, and that's been an interesting journey because I've had to fail a lot of times, but I now know that if there's any other woman or any other man next to me that are from, if they're from a destroyed culture or they're from a strict cultural background, I know how to lift them up as well, because I've experienced it, and I know the best thing that you can do is always raise. Somebody else up with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, because
2: it's a lot of self talk you as an actor as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, the industry is all about rejection. Yes. You know, and the industry is very whitewashed as well. And you are kind of conditioned into thinking that you do have to eradicate parts of your identity in order to formulate any kind of success for yourself, because there's no, like when you go into the audition room or things like that, there's usually no one there that looks like you. And if they do, you're all going for the same role and it's something super generic and stereotyped. And so do you feel like you're always having to kind of um, self-talk to yourself as well as an actor, as a woman of colour in this industry
0: yes definitely and what I've been finding lately is that I'm actually trying to I'm trying to avoid negative self-talk where I'm saying to myself I've got to get this Um, this person's prettier than me I've got to change my face I've got to do this I've got to make sure I'm size eight well all that stuff and I'm trying to actually promote a world of abundance not scarcity Because something that I find in Australia is that we're constantly living under these myths that our industry is suffering, that it's really hard, that there aren't many resources and that we have to become best friends with certain companies to get by. We can't make a mistake. For me, to be an artist, you need to be able to fail and to fail beautifully and to pick yourself up again. Mm. And also in order to build real relationships with other people and with audiences, you need to be yourself. Yeah. Now that self might not be accepted straight away. It may never be accepted, but until we're actually individually who we are, we can't actually progress as a community. For yeah. Sense.
2: And, um, because we're in a time right now where there's so much debate around you know PC culture political correctness yes. things like that and generally it's just audiences calling out racist homophobic misogynistic transphobic behavior do you think audiences um it's not about PC culture being too soft it's more do you agree with the statement that audiences are just now
0: craving more intelligent authentic narratives like halal girls a hundred percent I've traveled to Europe several times and what I found was with what our audiences need we're bored Mm. we're tired of um this is how I see our current storytelling it's like we keep flavoring our cultural food to make it palatable yes
2: I Um, love that word palatable it's like my word of the year
0: (laughs) palatable yes Mm. (laughs) (laughs) And in my opinion, we secretly want spice. We secretly want difference. We secretly want to be moved in our seats. We want theatre and storytelling and and our stories on screen to move us as much as sport does. That is what we want. Until we really start to honour the individuality of our stories, we're not going to get there. And also the individuality of our forms. My cultural background is different to another person's cultural background. Our storytelling is different. The forms that we're using are quite Western. With Halal Girls, we really tried to honour the essence of what th- this world was. And you can definitely feel that with um, dir- our director, Vaughn, He really tried to honour that. They worked with the community as much as they could. That's why when you watch it, you're like, oh, I haven't seen this before, because they really focused on inclusivity mm. and really um, supporting artists from Western Sydney and telling the stories from the inside out. We're lacking that on yeah. our screens. We know when we're watching a story, I won't mention, like, Here Come the Habibs. Actually, I'm going to mention it. I'm going to go there. I
2: was wanting you to so badly. <laughs> of course, I've got to bring it up.
0: We've got to talk about palatable storytelling. Yes. Um, here Come the Habibs. Mm. I can't. I could not watch it. Yep. I'm sorry. I, I'm from, uh, being from my background Leb- as a Lebanese woman, I don't talk like this, mm. but like, if I want to, I can put it on. <laughs> but it's not the only way that, people communicate. And when I watched that, I could tell that it was being placed in the story by someone who was not from the community. Yeah.
2: And it was a story that was being written for a white audience exactly. as well. It was not exactly. being written to empower your community exactly. at all. It's not
0: grassroots storytelling at all. And exactly. it was on Channel 9, so of course. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't, for me, I don't support that storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have acted as, I've worked as an actress in certain stories on screen and Those stories did not bring out half of what Halal Halal Girls did as an actress. No, I felt like I had to cater to a victim story in those characters, and I, yeah, I I hope that there are more shows like Halal Girls that give actors and uh, from a diverse background and any storyteller the opportunity to actually bring their nuanced their nuances to the story, you know, and their depth.
2: That's an excellent um, answer there. I'm so glad you dived into that um, because audiences now, like, you know, there's so much people saying, like, you can't do anything without rubbing someone the wrong way. And it's like, it's not about that. It's about the fact that audiences are smarter now. People are not dumb. They know what they want. So we're going to go into this question that we ask. We ask all of our (laughs) guests. It's our favourite question. Um, And it is, when did you realise that your race made you powerful?
0: Ooh, hmm, when did I realise? Hmm, okay, I'm going to be really honest. Only recently, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. I studied at a school in France. I um, performed, again, a Shakespeare, but I, I actually translated it into Arabic Wow. And I worked with an actor from England, and I dealt with race politics through Richard III. And I realized, because I was the only, I was one of the very few ethnic people at that school, and every time I stepped on stage, I remember I kept letting other people go before me, and I was actually letting people from an Anglo background go before me all the time. And an, another actress came up to me and she said, you have to stop doing that. Mm. I was like, what? And she's like, you keep you keep apologising, you keep letting other people walk in front of you. And then I realised, I was like, why was I doing that? Oh, because they're intimidated by me and I don't want them to dislike me. Mm. Ha. Huh. And then with that piece, I just went, stuff it. Yeah, We performed it and it got into the show. And I remembered... When I performed it, I did like a war cry. It's actually a a, a cry that we do (laughs) at weddings. But sometimes it's considered a war cry in different Arab cultures. Mm. And I performed it and I remembered feeling like, actually, man, you've been an Amazonian woman and you keep shrinking yourself because you don't want people to get intimidated. You don't want to upset Mm. people. Mm. You don't want to be chased. Tall poppy syndrome. Yeah. And I went, stop. (laughs) so (laughs) a couple of months ago it really hit me yeah oh i love that
2: answer (laughs) this is my favorite question always i love it we we get so many great answers thank you so much for tuning in to race matters um you were joined with anissa violet and halal girls premieres this friday on abc ivy make sure you stay tuned for it thank you so much for joining us thank you for
0: having me thank you for the lovely chat